Hello, and welcome to the RV Lifestyle Experts, the podcast. My mission is to help make your RV lifestyle flow smoothly. Every month, I bring a new insight to the RV lifestyle. With 25 years living full-time on the road, my viewpoint may bring a little excitement or clarity to your day. Boondocking in your RV does not mean doing without. It simply means adjusting the way you do things. Stretch the use of your freshwater, maximize the capacity of your gray and black tanks, and get the most out of the power you have available. It might be wise to practice using minimum water and power during a stay in a partial hookup site. This helps to build new habits that stretch your onboard power and water. If you're thinking of changing rigs to accommodate a boondocking lifestyle, keep in mind the larger the RV, the more power and water you can carry. The downside is the fewer boondocking opportunities available to you. Even though national parks want to restructure and create larger sites, their budgets are still tight. The competition for any RV site is high, so being flexible works best with smaller rigs. Before you buy that first or next used RV, visit a RV solar installer and get the latest info on costs and types of panels that work best for you. New solar material now in the market can save you money and efficiency. Talking one-on-one with a salesperson or installer may change your plans about how to proceed. Select an RV with large tanks. Recommended minimum sizes are 50-gallon black, 75-gallon gray, and a 70-gallon freshwater tank. If you can invest in a new motorhome in the 20 to 24-foot range, most of the solar equipment is already on board and geared to work with the maximum output. European imports provide the best quality and efficient solar setups. Really do your homework here. Stay away from conveniences like water heaters that provide continuous hot water but do look into macerator toilets. LED light bulbs throughout are a great investment. Trade in that 50-inch TV for a 24-inch one or use your computer monitor. Here are a few tips for saving power. Don't discharge your battery more than 50% or down to 12.2 volts. Discharging more than this can damage the battery. Check the battery's water level, if applicable, monthly to properly care for the batteries. This will extend the life of the batteries. Unplug all 120-volt appliances when not in use, because even when they're off, they draw power. While they might not draw much power, every little bit adds up. This can have a big impact on how long the energy in your batteries last. Be on the lookout for large power consumers Coffee makers, hair dryers, and toasters all put a large drain on your battery. And an important note for new RVers, micro-convection ovens, and we love them, require a 5,500-watt generator or 3,500-watt pure sign inverter for regular use. So a small solar setup does not work for this appliance. Few tips to control your entertainment devices. Turn the antenna booster off when not in use. Use a smaller TV when you travel. 
Some TVs, radios, and monitors pull power constantly, so don't forget to unplug these when not in use. Laptop computers use less energy than desktops. Laptops have their own batteries to use when you're in a high conservation mode, so that's a good tip. Watching a local TV over the antenna instead of turning on the satellite receiver means only your TV is drawing power. To get free power from the sun, there's a lot to learn about solar use. Here are a few tips to get you started. Maximize your power use while the sun is shining. Monitor panels, such as the e-meter or a Link 1000, allow you to monitor amps in and out, amp hours consumed, and battery voltage. You will buy more solar panels, so plan ahead before deciding where to place the first panel or two and make sure they tilt. Position panels so that they do not shade other panels when tilted. And don't forget, solar ovens work great, but they do require more preparation for the meal. How about some tips for conserving water? Avoid tankless, instantaneous hot water heaters. They require a fair amount of water to run before the heater starts to work. Also, when the pump cycles on and off, you get hot and cold bursts of water. And you might want to carry at least six gallon water jugs, large tanks, or bladders to carry water. Because water's heavy, 8.3 pounds per gallon. So fill up close to your destination or haul water after you're parked. Needless to say, don't leave water running while brushing your teeth. Only run the water heater as needed. Look for that on-off switch near the breaker box or on the control panel. You probably need to buy a, a demand pump to fill the water tank if pressure is required to fill it. So that's something you might want to put on your list right away. Set up a system to catch water while waiting for the hot water to reach the tap. This water can then be recycled to the fresh water tank. You can use it for drinking, cooking, or watering pets. When showering, run water only long enough to get wet and rinse off. And you can catch shower water with a dishpan. You can stand with one foot in and one foot out of the dishpan as you shower, and the water you catch can then be used to flush the toilet. So set adjustable shower heads to minimize the water output. An on-off valve on the shower hose allows you to run the shower on and off without adjusting the faucets each time. And by the way, baby wipes are great for washing faces, taking sponge baths, and cleaning spots out of clothing. So if, take your showers back to back when more than one is showering. This reduces the time your water heater needs to run. And it goes without saying, paper plates reduce dishwashing. Wash dishes only when needed. <laughs> Wipe dirty dishes with paper towels to minimize water, dish, water usage and heat water on the stove for that dishwashing. So if you wash your dishes in a dishpan, then you can recycle the water for toilet flushing. So you should wash all your dishes, then rinse all at once to a slow stream of water, and then you catch this water for flushing. And the most important tip, a few ways to manage the black water system. Dump the black water first. Close the black water tank, then open the gray water to flush the hose. External tank monitors are precise 
and can be added to most RVs. Before you dash off to join us in RVing adventures, knowing more about this new lifestyle cuts down on the confusion and even the fear. Don't leave home without one of my reference books. The best reading for the new RVer is the RV Lifestyle Collection. It contains three books in one volume. All the ebooks are written specifically from a woman's viewpoint. If you're starting as a solo, join the many thousands of us today on the road. For women only, traveling solo is the first volume. From learning how the onboard appliances operate to where to park, the tips are easy to read. Keep it close by to answer questions while on the road. Motorhome Care and Maintenance, the second volume, opens the door to understanding the maintenance basics of these complicated machines, how to deal with mobile repair people, what needs to be on your calendar for regular care, and info you need about safety and vehicle weight balance, plus a few driving tips thrown in. The third volume, How to Save Money, offers tips on how to save on the big items, like that first RV plus how to buy it long distance if necessary. Also find helpful tips on the best RV clubs and where to find cheap parking. Everything you need to know is somewhere within these three volumes. Build confidence and be prepared. Don't leave home without the RV Lifestyle Collection. Look on the podcast description page for a link to buy it on Amazon. Until next time, see you down the road.